of Rican the Menace joining me here on Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Light 265, iHeartRadio, Baltimore, Maryland's own. How's it going? Welcome to the show. What's up? Thank you for having me. Of course. How does it feel now? Because I think you relocated to L.A., so how does it feel to be out of the whole Baltimore scene and now you're out in L.A., the place where all the stars go? Man, let me tell you something. I love Baltimore so much, but I just love me some palm trees and beaches. Like, it's just something you're not going to get in Baltimore. Like, I swear to God, everybody love Baltimore, but when they go back, they're like, yo, it's depressing as shit out there. Like, I'm talking about gray sky, motherfucking boarded up houses, but I like going back home, though. You feel me? I like when I go back home, because I don't go back home that often. So when I come up here, it'll be a situation every time. Baltimore, it's always crazy to see because you think of King Loach, you think of rappers that are from around there, of uh-huh. course. But you're one of the ones that are on the up and up now, especially hearing all the news about you signing the Columbia, getting this Foxy Brown co-sign. Mm-hmm. So what did it mean to you to get that Foxy Brown co-sign because you were big into her growing up as well as the locks and Eve? Man, that shit crazy. Like, I remember being younger shit in the car. My father be playing Eve, Foxy Brown, um, TLC, everybody. And then it's like, now the fact that they actually reaching out to me, it's like, damn, like, I ain't gonna lie, it feel crazy. I'm very grateful that they noticed me, though, because it's like, that don't happen to everybody. Motherfuckers be rapping 10 years plus. They still don't see their ass, you feel me? No. And that's the thing, too, because I, I do my research about you. There are people always asking you, how does it feel to get so quick into this deal now with that, especially not having music out? But the thing is, is it doesn't matter how quick you are. It's what matters in the end is longevity. So how are you studying the aspects yep. of other acts in the industry that have been maintaining to stay relevant for so long, even if they did get a deal quick or not? How do I feel about it? How have you been analyzing other acts to stay long in the game? Which oh, I've, longevity? Basically, um, if I'm answering your question, right, I feel like you definitely have to put in a work. Like you can't get comfortable at all. And that's what I realized from people that, Last song, like people like Nick or Drake, like they always catch up on the wave. They never get left behind. Like they always stay up to date, keep working. That's the main thing. You got to be consistent. It don't matter. You make a hit today or tomorrow. You have to keep working because motherfuckers get comfortable and be like, oh, I made it. Can I cuss on here? Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, they like, I made it. Um, I don't got to do nothing else. No, when you start going up, when you feel like you made that hit, that's when you keep going. You never let up. You always keep your foot on the gas never let up so that's what i that's what i take from artists that have a lot of longevity they, they don't ever let up lord scooter was the one that inspired you to even write a song when you're younger yg tech too mm-hmm. i was reading about uh-huh yeah lord scooter when i was when i was younger oh yo everybody in my middle school they was like we used to be like yo lord scooter right drop on friday like we used to be hype every time he was brave drop, rest in peace to him. But he definitely inspired me to the one to rap because he was so hard. Like I just see how he impacted everybody else. Like he had the uh high skates before they closed it down in Baltimore. We used to go there, I think it was every Friday or every Saturday. And he had that bitch lit, he had that bitch jumping. I'm like, yo, I wanna do this. I wanna give people this feeling like when they hear my shit that they turn. I feel as though that Baltimore, they have so much history out there because in Baltimore, I used to go to vacation all the time there. I'm from Connecticut and in New, in New York. You so go to vacation there. Yeah. You used to I go? used to, I used to go there Well, the Harbor and stuff when I was younger, when I was like in first grade. So I remember coming down to the Harbor and there was a spot in the Harbor called the fudgery. I don't know if you remember this, but that's where Drew Hill and Cisco, I heard got their start singing, yeah. making fudge there. Yeah. And I like, um, I like when, when I used to like, 
stays the weekend. My mother wanna take me somewhere. We'll go to Port Discovery. Okay, now. yeah, with the with the hot air balloons and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. And I hated Port Yo, I used to love Port Discovery, but one time I'm I think I was like seven or something. My mother took me and they had like little drums and stuff. I picked up the drums and I tell you a trillion splinters got in my finger. I never went back after that. <laughs> it was so many splinters in my hand, I couldn't even get them out. I just had to deal with it. Like that shit hurt so bad. But I love Port Discovery though and all that, like all of that. Um it's fun to go to. And aquarium too. The aquarium is a big thing. That's what everybody wants to The aquarium is real nice. They used to have the dolphins and stuff. Yeah, but Baltimore holds a special play in my heart for sure. There's a lot of history that comes out of there, and especially on the entertainment side of things, because when I was down there, I was like in first grade, so the wire was being shot down there. Do you remember at all seeing any of the wire being shot as historic as the uh -uh. show has been? Hell no, that came out, I think, like the year I was born. Wow, yeah, so you've been like five then. The wire yeah, came out 2005. Oh, no, no, yeah, I was born in it. I was like, I was like three, turning four. Wow. I don't remember that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just imagine, though. Imagine if they brought another wire season back or tried to do an expansion of it. You could probably get cast oh, in that. You never know. That'd be hard. That'd be hard. I hope they do that one day. Yeah, no, I, I hope they do too. And, and just reading about it because you never thought that you were going to be a rapper. You never took it that seriously until later on in your career. I think once you turn like 18 and then in, mm -hmm. in 2000 was when you met some people in the industry that put you on the right path. Now, who were those people that stirred you in the right direction? Those people were my old management team and then they introduced me to Boo. So Boo is the one that helped me get my deal. Um, he was playing my music for uh, A&R's. We were playing my music for A&R's at Columbia, and they really liked my music. And it was crazy because I got signed with no music out. It's just they heard my music and they had trust in me. So I appreciate them for that because you got to think they don't know what the fuck you're going to do, especially if you don't have no music out. Like, you know, most labels go based off of that. Like, whatever you're doing, they base you off of that. Like, okay, we can work with this. I didn't have nothing, like zero. So they definitely worked with me ground up. They did, and they saw your potential as we see what's going on right now. How are you feeling about the new release of Uh-Oh? Man, I'm, I was super like that. Like, when I recorded it, I knew that was the one. I'm like, this bitch is hard. Recording it was real fun. I was on the, um, we was on the dirt bikes. Uh, we was in front of my aunt house. We was, I mean, my uncle house. So, yeah, it was cool. I like that song, though, a lot. I got another song about to come out, Um, Dumb. It's on, on two, seven, it's, the, it's Friday the 17th. I think so, yeah. Let me double check. I'll double check yeah. the calendar. Yeah, this Friday is 17th already. Time's blown by. It's coming out on the 17th, so I'm real excited for that. Mm -hmm. I've just been working and building up my catalog. I'm ready to put this music out. I was hearing that it was an interview that I saw that apparently you're going to be releasing the EP next year. Is that what it's still tuned for? You're going to be dropping something next year, or is that that probably was pre-recorded and released at a later date? Because uh, No, I dropped it. No, I dropped the EP like Jim. What the fuck? I dropped that January. I think yeah. January. When the fuck did I dropped. I dropped it like between this month and last month. But I'm about to um drop singles now for right now. So I feel like it's time to put out like a whole project. I admit it, ain't going back. I've checked out the singles, legit. Yeah. You're making your way up there <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, I'm getting my. How many songs I got on there? I got ain't going back. I'm in it. Uh oh. And this fourth record about to come out. Yep, this about to be my fourth single. Al, Al Nice was telling me about this record with Money Bag Yo. Mm hmm. That's the one that's coming on Friday. Yeah. Can you give us a little preview of what this is going to sound like just from 
any way you could describe it, we'll hear it on Friday. But yeah, any way you could y'all, describe y'all it. Y'all going to hear it on Friday. I really just want y'all to hear it and just take what you want to take from it. But it was real fun shooting that video. I'm talking about I was acting and all that. Like, I got, I really want people to just assume what, because I was reenacting something from a movie that was real famous. And I want to know if they're going to be able to get it. I feel like they is, though. But I just want them to see it. I don't want to tell them what I'm reenacting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. It, it, with Baltimore now, now that you finally have gotten your way to L.A., we, we've talked about it before. Of just, it, It's like that with every city that you're not going to get that true support until people see that you're actually making moves and the deals are getting done. And, I don't know, but I ain't going to lie, though. I ain't going to lie, though. That's how Baltimore is. Like, I, I've been getting hella support like, from everybody. Like, people I didn't even know knew me, know me, and they, they like, real supportive, like, they oppose my stuff and say, "It now that's Baltimore." They don't, they don't support you like that. So they see you already doing something. See, once they see other people fuck with you, they'll fuck with you. But if you're trying to get fucked with, they're not gonna fuck with you. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. I did read about your situation and hearing about you recovering from getting shot. I'm sorry that you had to even go through mm-hmm. that. H- have yeah. you related to acts such as like G Herbo, especially with dealing with any PTSD and potentially wanting to address that in your music to? help others that are going through that situation? Yeah, I got I got some songs um because I don't really like shining a light on stuff like that, but it definitely needs to be for awareness. Like, I want to do something for girls that have been shot because, you feel me, like, that's not how girls are supposed to be getting done out here. Like, most of the time, you feel me, okay, I understand niggas shooting at niggas, but it's two things off of that's kids and women. It ain't no rules no more. Like, niggas don't got no type of home training. <laughs> the fuck? So, yeah, I was speaking on that on a couple songs, but um, yeah, I definitely had PTSD a little bit. Like I hear like by my house at nine thirty every night, it's fireworks, and that should be throwing me all when I hear that shit. So it was like or loud calls. I don't like loud calls at all no more. Like, and then another incident had happened too, where um, I was in the car at a hosting, and I left. This is after I got shot. This is all in the same year. The first um, when was it? February after I got shot. So this was February of 2021. Mm-hmm. I got shot. Then 20, I mean, then 2021, December, I was in the car and it had got shot up. But I don't think it was for me though. I don't know who it was for because I was in the car with a promoter, a DJ, my team. I was I was just in the car with people I wasn't supposed to, I wasn't supposed to be in the car with. But yeah, so it's like all that happened in one year, it definitely fucked my head up a little bit. Like I don't like loud noises at all. Like if somebody in my house dropped something loud, I would be bad as fuck. Like I don't like unbelievable no i i really feel for what you're going through because that's it's scary especially now now with how pe- people are just so gun happy not even just in hip-hop but you look at all these school shootings going yeah, around like, on campuses I just, like i just say yo we girls like a good like a bitch that's no problem like a bitch can fight a bitch but as far as a nigga it's like a nigga, like if you're a man or whatever the case may be you can really beat a bitch up again you don't have to shoot no girl like you feel me? You probably couldn't beat no nigga up if you nigga, so you feel me? But I think all bad, all gun violence is bad, though. But I'm just saying, like, females specifically getting shot at, that's just crazy to me. Like, I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, it feels like it's going to be, I hope it's not a starting trend now, but with the whole Tory Lane situation, you know, it feels as though, like, he started that weird, that I don't know why you would even shoot at a woman. That's just totally off limits. I don't know why, I'm but... Like, I don't know what happened in that situation, but I just think any I just think any type of gun violence motherfuckers need to relax. Like ain't shit that serious. Like nothing is that serious. Like to kill a motherfucker over. Unless it is that serious, but until then, no, y'all don't need to be shooting nobody. 
No, there's too many artists that we've lost from from gun violence, and and thank God yeah, that you're still here. Yeah, it be for nothing. It yeah. be because a motherfucker wants your chain because they want your like yo. All the motherfuckers that I do is motherfucking. You feel me? Really ask for it. You don't have to kill nobody. Especially you feel me? Like that ain't that ain't how it's supposed to go. No, it's not. But you have a lot, a long road ahead of you. Money Man, yeah. Lil Baby, you, you listen to all these acts. Can we get something with you and Lil yeah. Baby or even Money Man in the future here? Are you working towards that? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Money Man supposed to be sending me a verse back right now. Uh, I, I want to work with Lil Baby, though. I haven't met him yet or nothing, but I want to work with him for sure. He definitely one of my top five artists. And we could see that for yeah. sure. Oh, but Reek in the Menace, tell me how you got your name for the people that don't know. Um, okay, so Rican just came because like my childhood friends was called me at when I was like 13, 14. So I look Puerto Rican, so I just ran with it because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Though. And I'm really Hispanic though. I'm not Puerto Rican, but my mother's Salvadorian and my father Jamaican. So um what else? The menace. I don't know. I just made that shit when I was 18, 17, but now it really means something. It's like because I'm really a menace for whatever I want in life. Like it don't matter what it is, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna do whatever. It's necessary to get it. So I just like that's what a witness is to me. You wanna do anything in your power to achieve what the fuck you want. Exactly. Now are you big into manifestation? Cause I know people when you even listen to G Herbal's albums, like I've manifested this my whole life. What was your process and once you finally taking it seriously um, and achieving the things that it's you so wanted? crazy because I'm I never even man like I never sat down like I'm manifesting this, I'm manifesting that. But what I did, I, I that's what I was doing. Like I was speaking shit into existence. That's what the fuck manifest is. Is when you're you're saying it, you're believing it, and you have faith in it, and it ends up happening. Like I remember I used to be young in elementary school. Like I want to sing. Of course I can't sing. <laughs> I can't sing like that. But I was like I want to sing. I want to sing. I didn't know the difference between singing right. I just knew I want to do something on a microphone and just in front of everybody. So yeah, I've been saying that since I was a child. And um, I don't know how the fuck I ended up in this situation, but I'm grateful that I found my way here because I definitely was thinking about it since I was a child. Now, as far as besides of what you're doing musically, do you have other interests? I know you mentioned that you played an acting role in this upcoming video, but do you have other act interests such as acting, even fashion? I saw you in the photo. You got the Montclair. You already dripped out already. Yeah. So are you looking to get into fashion <laughs> or some other things you're looking to get into? I love Yes, I love designers so much. Like, I spent way too much money on that shit. Um, what I was about to say, and you said, what you say? You said something. I was about to say something. What you said? Say it again. Oh, the, the Montclair or the, oh, yeah, the act? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, the actor role. You said the actor. Um, I really didn't want, like, video, I ain't gonna lie, I did it one take. And it looked believable, so I feel like I could really do an actor. And that's with no acting schools or nothing. So I feel like if I went to acting schools for a little bit, really got my um my like my act together, really learn how to do it, I feel like I could be in like a movie or something. I want to do that in the future. I don't want to just take the rapping. I want to do everything. Yeah, you always got to expand. You can't stay in the box. Now, as far as roles go, what would be a, you think would be the role that best fits you that you would love to portray in a movie or TV show? I definitely feel like it got to be something like close to me in real life so it could be natural like i don't want to do nothing that is like too far out my body like so i'm like i feel like you gotta match my personality a little bit like i wrote on the movie i'm gonna play that real well <laughs> <laughs> now that you're out in la what would you say is the benefits of really being out there now that you're out of baltimore as far as making connections on the entertainment industry side of things 
Wait, what would you say are the ma- major benefits of being out in LA right now? Now that you're finally out of Baltimore and you're making the connections of, there, of being in LA as far as oh. making connections. Everybody come to LA at least one time in the year, everybody's down here in the inner office. So you can meet a lot of people. And then it's like on one person you meet might know 30 other people, them 30 people you meet, we know 50 other people like, it's just a lot of networking going on down here. So it's real beneficial. I'm not like in a sandbox by myself. Like I can go outside, meet anybody, which is good because I'm an artist. So I'll be trying to work with this artist. And that's the thing that people are going to feel your lyrics, as you said it before, because you're rapping about real shit. Of course. Yeah, like I'm not like, I have songs where I'm just like, you feel me? It's a fun, it's not really too deep. But then I have songs that touch real deep. So, where people that don't want to speak on certain shit could relate. You know what I'm saying? Like, people that are going through shit that they don't like speaking about, I just talk about that in my songs so you don't feel alone. That's important because there's a lot of times people just rap about what's going on, you know, as far as the trending topics. They say on one thing, just the money, the cars, but there's much more of that. And I appreciate you going further in that and not being yeah, afraid people, to expand. People feel like, people feel like I don't got that type of music because I ain't put it out yet. I'm going to put it out, but. I just didn't put it out yet. I'm real versatile. Once you get that Foxy Brown feature, it's over. Because we last time we heard her was on Full Circle with Nas' album. Wait. It's over. No, I think the last time she popped out was on Nicki Minaj. Was with Nicki. That was the only person who brought her out. I'm trying to bring her out. Too. You're trying to bring yeah. her out. Not just get the verse. You're trying to bring her Yeah, that would be a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Fire. Reeking the Menace, is there anything else you would love to let your fans know, audience know, upcoming performances? We've got the record already coming out. Moneybag Yo, we know that this Uh-oh, Friday the 17th. Oh, dumb coming out Friday, stay tuned. You got it right there. And they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter at Reeking the Menace. Go stream all my songs right now. <laughs> <laughs> Download them if you're a true supporter. Uh-huh. Well, download all of them. You already I'm know. I'm sorry, my phone No, it's all good. Trust me. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Shout out to Al Nice for connecting us. And shout out to your, I think your manager is in here with us. Well, he's been helping us get set up here tonight. So shout out to him and getting us yeah, all worked shout out. out. Shout out our radio. Shout out Milano. Shout out Boots. Shout out Carlos. Shout out everybody. Shout out. Absolutely. Reek in the Menace, thank you again. Take care, stay safe. I look forward to everything that you have on the way this year. Big things. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bye.